0: Right now, I think a website for an agency is the the most direct line and maybe the biggest um, source of credibility for an, an agency, sure. in my opinion. Sure. It's the closest, most direct thing to your actual physical location and your physical business, right? right, it's, right. it's your digital office.
1: And now, this is the Moment Podcast Around the world have been waiting for. Sponsored by the box. It's time for the cease and desist podcast.
2: All right, all right, all right. We got a birthday in the birthday. building, Mister hey, Sean. Happy birthday! birthday. Happy, happy birthday! Day. Hey, day. Happy birthday! Happy happy day. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, man! Cheers! Cheers! Happy birthday, dude! It's always, wow,
1: awesome, happy birthday. It's always yeah. awesome because you're the oldest out of us, so yes. it makes me feel younger because you're like a half a year older than me. There it is, yeah. How are yeah. you feeling today? You know, I feel loved. It's nice the team got some cupcakes, got a birthday <laughs> The smallest cupcakes, but
2: they were delicious. Good job, nice. I got
1: to blow out some candles. I actually don't recall the last time I blew out candles. Oh, wow.
2: So it's nice. It nostalgic. I, it was I was thought nice. your
1: hair was going to start on fire.
2: We should have. <laughs> it would have been, it been <laughs> viral. <laughs> That's would have been so It'd good.
1: What's your favorite nice thing about your birthday, and what is the worst least favorite thing about your birthday oh man this sounds selfish I feel like the best thing about it is you just get that little extra leeway to not give a fuck yeah <laughs> like yeah I'm not doing the dishes tonight <laughs> yeah. and I'm not even gonna tell you I'm not doing them yeah like, you know just what are you really, gonna do about it yeah I'm like, not gonna, gonna act like I care either <laughs> best thing least favorite is this sounds terrible but like it's super nice when people call you yep but it's also like you have to take their calls. Yeah. And so Stop it's like, whining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I always like, like asking people
2: who called you that never speaks to you at all. Yeah. throughout the Everyone. Year. Yeah, everyone.
1: I, I love the spouse happy birthday wishes on social media because you're sitting fucking right next to them. Why are you telling your husband happy birthday yeah, on fucking Facebook? Because they need them likes. You're sitting right next to them. Like, that is the cheesiest shit. I'm sorry. That very has Bravo. always cracked it's very me out. Like, what is that about? You're
2: offending Cassandra Thank right God. now. Cassandra just did that.
1: I don't too. get I it. Doubt it. I no. doubt she would post it. Cass doesn't seem superficial like no, that. No, no, she wouldn't do that.
2: Can she we introduce to, like, our
1: guest? Yeah, buddy. This is one of my favorite people in the insurance industry. And I'm not just saying that because he's here. This dude is the realest motherfucker I know in the insurance space besides Nick Ayers, I would say. Ooh. <laughs> it's
0: it's a battle one
1: and two uh mr chris langiel from advisor evolve welcome to the season yeah, yeah. this Desist Hey yeah, buddy
0: what's <laughs> up yeah thanks for having me man
1: well, glad to welcome. be on what's happening man you're calling from the east coast
0: <laughs> yeah phil, phil philadelphia uh, <laughs> Nice, man it finally warmed up out here it was miserable here for a long time and i was like hating life but the sun's out man it's, it's uh it's good now man i feel you. you know i think i might be like a seasonal depressive yeah uh, I if i'm being not. honest with you so yeah. i'm 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 happy now though man but it's, hey it's cool.
2: you just got back from the draft in las vegas what was that like oh, cool. oh
0: what yeah dude that was uh that was crazy so like i'm not the biggest like vegas guy if i'm being honest mm-hmm. um it, it's it's cool but it's like my one buddy who's like the the planner of our group of friends yep <laughs> uh he kept us out there for four days i'm like why are we here for four days like (laughs) that's three and a half days uh, too long (laughs) yeah exactly i'm like i'm not 21 anymore like i can't hang like i like i used to and so i was like, like man like but it's fun like you know vegas it's like you have this 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 like people that have never been there or whatever have this like sort of vision of what it is like this majestic place and there's like you know pretty women and like it's just like palaces everywhere and the truth is dude i never seen so many homeless people yeah junkies and yeah. weirdos in my life like i was like walking the down the street like yeah. dude get away from me <laughs> um so I, I'm, I'm kind of like a germaphobe too i'm like uh, like, uh, don't, I don't want to touch the yeah. rails here. Like, but no, like I love NFL, man. Like I'm a complete like junkie when it comes to sports and partic- in particular, the NFL. So we try to get to the draft every couple of years. If we can, we went yeah. to, uh, Nashville in 2019 and that was insane. That was actually better than Vegas. Wow. Um, and then we booked Vegas the, that year. Cause we were like, we, we had so much fun. We're like, let's go to Vegas. It's going to be in Vegas next year. And then COVID canceled. hit and everything got yep. canceled. And so they rescheduled it to to this past year but it was it was cool man what like able it being cool? little,
2: the draft? Um, yeah. I mean, well, I'll let you talk. You yeah. been to him?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it just there's so many people there and like crazy fans it's are everywhere f- and yeah. it's like being yeah. it's almost like being at every NFL stadium like in the same place. Um and just everybody's party they boo the commissioner time. every
1: time like i feel like they do every year they're still they, doing they every it every time they boo the shit out of them, yeah and right
0: like <laughs> players like players too like my one buddy he, he was walking up and saw rich eisen from yeah. nfl network like you just run into like people and you're like oh shit that's the dude from like that's the dude Yeah, exactly like you get to see athletes and like people and like we saw um there's one agent i can't remember his name at the moment he's like a very popular nfl agent it's not like rosenhaus yeah no not him it's it's another guy like did uh, you
1: see did you see the best him. eagle of all time at the draft oh. mr will shaw from better actually <laughs> No,
0: I didn't see him. My favorite. No, I, f- I always forget that he played for the e- he's in the e- ring e- of fame, thing. right? He's hanging in yeah. the Eagle stadium. <laughs> dude, he had a cup of coffee there, right? I mean, he was there for like, what, three days and then? No, I'm just kidding. Love That's all you, right.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: hey, <laughs> like we can talk. <laughs> We're over here. I don't know. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was in the crowd probably like, let me get your autograph. Yeah, right. there. right. Really I don't know who you, you are, but
2: <laughs> dude, I got to ask some specific. So being from Philly, uh, probably one of the most most ruthless fan bases would you agree with that
0: yeah we're pretty bad because because the thing is man like we have this thing where we new york is right there mm-hmm. and i think we have like a uh, napoleon complex where <sighs> we think like we should be as yeah. big and bad as like the new york teams and just the new york market and so i think like people in philly sort of have that complex but also like it's a weird we're a weird type of people i don't know like new yorkers are very um Uh, what's the right word like they are perceived to be very like kind of like rude and almost like smug right You know, like where they won't give you the time of day and if they do they're like you know get get the fuck out of here like philly is a little bit different where like we're we're not really smug we're just assholes yeah Um, (laughs) like new york is a little little nicer
1: new york is a little more bougie man like, I feel like yeah, Philly is not bougie, bougie like that. You got the true it, East Coast in Philly. It's and Boston true East the Coast, way.
0: dude. I, I Careful, seen, those I are some Eagles. fighting
2: words somewhere.
1: I mean, if you don't <laughs> want to be called bougie, then don't be bougie. I can't right. help you yeah. with
0: that. Fair enough. <laughs> like, I was at the Eagles 49ers game this past year, and uh, I saw, for, first of all, the 49ers traveled Like, half the stadium was 49ers fans. It was crazy. They have a great fan base. But this little kid, he couldn't have been any older than, like, eight or nine years old. And uh, I don't know if it was maybe the the kid the the guy's kid, but a grown man was like, "Dude, get the fuck out of the way!" And like push the kid. And he like seems like he had kind of went up. flying. I'm like, dude, that's a little kid. <laughs> yeah, like, what's you know, wrong these with people you, man? Turned around. We're Niners. And the guy there. was just, yeah the eagle the Eagles guy. I'm like Jesus, dude. Like you give us a bad rap, man. <laughs> but, uh, All right, like next. you're pushing little kids. Like what's wrong? with And <laughs> yeah, we don't know what that kid said.
1: <laughs> so I mean, before there's some good 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 to bad. what Iverson <laughs> said
0: about Denver being a cupcake city. Oh
2: well, yeah. Come
0: on. That's actually a great point because kids from Philly will talk shit to you like you're a grown man. I kind of so love he, that though. He might have, he might have actually deserve it. Me, what
1: <laughs> I'd be one proud father. <laughs> you got I, him there. <laughs> quick, <laughs> Quick,
2: quick shift that. over a different sport. So how does it feel to have your MVP taken from you by the true I, MVP? Not only that, knew, but I he knew didn't knew even make good. he didn't
1: even make first team All NBA. He made second
2: team yeah. All NBA, and that's, he wasn't even close on the votes. By the way, the MVP votes. I knew this was coming. A distant second.
0: I can't believe, honestly, bro, that they were—he was that far off in voting. I was when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, damn!" Like, what did he do? And I think, honestly, like the Jokic brothers probably like sent death threats or <laughs> something to probably, like the commissioner because those dudes. Have you ever seen them? Do like, they won't buy me? They still, they don't play.
2: We went to the playoffs last year. We, I was at the game. That one of the Jokic brothers like literally put, moved me aside. He's like, "I'm getting in front of you, boy." And it was no, like, uh, holy yeah. shit, you're like... How do you do that with no foot? muscle tone?
1: It's just Well, like, his brothers are like bigger, than, yeah. <laughs> like, Is bigger than... It's like a jello body. His brother's bigger than him? Oh, yeah. Well, like bigger. Yeah, yeah, like, wow. yeah. Wow. Is he the little all brother?
0: Right. Where's he stack up in there? I
2: think height-wise, they're about the same, but Blade, he's age? definitely not... Oh, yeah, age-wise, yeah, I'm not age-wise, probably, Yeah, he's wow. the youngest one. The two brothers are the youngest.
0: They have a long history of like shady stuff too. Like they've really? been like jail and like gangs and stuff. Like You're yeah, I highly doubt there's anything
1: shady here because Jokic was clearly better than Embiid. Obviously, like, I think. I mean, yeah, debate does. That's the Dork true. So, so, it's it's true dad over. by God. That's it, that's <laughs> it. Embiid that's is enough. the
2: homie though. Rock talk, J. No,
1: man, I don't consider Embiid the homie at uh, KU. Wow. That dude flaked out on the cha- on the tournament. He, he left, a, left us high and dry. He had back problems. I've got. I've got bad blood. What's interesting? Check they were giving him.
2: Not that this matters right now, but look at Wiggins and Embiid just balling out right now. Yeah. It's True. interesting.
1: So. Didn't help us in the tournament whatsoever. Yeah,
0: like fifteen years later though, they yeah. were supposed to ball out the first like True. three years in the league, and they both like, yeah, no. But here's the thing, dude. Jokic did more with less than Embiid, and I think that's ultimately why he won the award. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't name one other player on the on the nuggets besides him right i mean
2: your boy austin rivers austin rivers
0: <laughs> the worst yeah, rivers the worst <laughs> no, uh, that's more of a joke hey, donovan mitchell tra- donovan mitchell
2: oh no Jerm- jamal, murray.
1: Yeah. jamal murray jamal murray my yeah. bad Donovan Mitchell's
0: on utah. Yeah. Chris, on utah
1: let me let me ask you this do you think that harden is done
0: Bro, I didn't think he was. I think he needs to. They need to change his his role. You know, he's not the uh, the one on one ball handler slash scorer that he was in Houston. Yeah. He can still shoot and he can still pass. He's very good at both of those things. But he just he's older, man. He's what is he thirty three or thirty two now? And just all those years in Houston where yeah. every night he was like it was like Allen Iverson really yeah, yeah. like every night the entire game ran through him. He was responsible to score and do everything. And I think that just like has taken its toll. But I still don't regret making the move. Like the Sixers had to get rid of Ben Simmons, yeah, or absolutely. he was going to get shot in Philly. Like people, <laughs> I mean, old ladies were like, you know, fuck Ben Simmons. Like, Rrr. no one liked him. <laughs> to his, his face. Simmons, really. <laughs> to his Not face. even little kids and old ladies. It was Damn. just like, no one liked him to the point where it was like, Damn. if I That's were him, story. I would feel like dangerous walking around. He needs know,
1: the but... Jokic brothers. <laughs>
0: Dude, I'll protect seriously. him a little bit. So it, it sounds like Harden's
1: going to take on the Carmelo role then.
2: Yeah, did, yeah. Huh? I think, Come off the bench. I think he needs to be and... the, the, yeah,
1: the spot better shooter better
0: in the corner. He needs yeah. to be that guy. Carmelo's
2: a little older.
1: Carmelo's like 30, our age, like 38. Yeah,
0: Carmelo's on Medicare, dude. That's oh, yeah. old as hell. Who, who's better?
1: Carmelo Here we or go. not right now, but Here we go. just all-time? You know, we're putting a team Harden, together. for sure. Harden or Carmelo, you Car- take? Harden.
2: Uh, Car- that's, that's a good question. Carmelo, has more, points. Carmelo yeah. has more defense. Carmelo has more points. Yeah, neither play
1: defense. It's like the same.
2: Remember who's a top 10 in NBA all-time scorer? Well, yeah, Who but would you have to take the last also shot. like five years younger.
1: So... And he's right not going yeah, to last. I'd take I would Harden hard take Harden. Now. But he's not going to last. i take Harden. Well, I don't know. Yeah. He's got is that, that beard. Deals the beard have... looks cool, too. You guys are
2: loving this combo right now. <laughs> you want him to say anything? <laughs> I mean, this is important. we our producers of the show over here, and they're like, what the This an important
1: conversation. Like, like we why, why are they talking Chris about sports? Yeah. Yeah. We should make our way over to the... Well, no, like, maybe a segue from sports to something slightly different. Are you in any of, like, the FanDuel, any of the Barstool Sports apps? Are you are you making any bets? DraftKings all day. Draft kinks. Yes. all day. Nice. He says, yeah. "What's guys, kind of a problem like, for Hitting me? each other up on these <laughs> things because I, you know,
2: I know it, I no longer participate. No, we'll is it a that.
1: problem, Chris, or is it a solution? Because you can do yeah, it exactly. right?
0: Like, now, my one, my one neighbor that lives behind me, he's like, he, he's big gambling. He he's a g- degenerate, and I would say that's what his face. <laughs> like, like, he, he'll bet on stuff, anything. So, you know, he's right. like, I bet you that bird can fly higher than the other bird. I'll, like I'll put that i up fifty on it right now. I'm like dude, I am not that bad, but like I love I love betting on football and stuff, so what's
1: your biggest parlay you've laid down? Like how many team parlay?
0: Uh actually I've never done like a well, I did a three a three leg parlay in a in a Celtics Nets game Got it. and I almost hit it. Yeah. But I don't normally do like crazy parlays where I'm doing like multiple yeah. different games or different sports. It's usually just like a same game right, right. parlay, but you don't I do almost like the, hit it.
2: The $5 put it all on every NFL Sunday just pick every winner and just go for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I want a bunch of them.
0: <laughs> I do prop bets too. Prop bets actually pay very well. Five bucks to see like <laughs> who is, scores first, and yeah, it's like yeah, plus 2,500. Like, why not?
2: You know,
1: sure. Is uh, is Jamarcus Cousins going to get thrown out tonight? I mean, J- that's a prop bet. Demarcus, 50-50. Demarcus, Demarcus. Jamar- why do I say Jamarcus? Every time,
2: Every time. what's he so what mad about? I know
1: we're not, I know we're getting off sports, but He's why is he dude. so upset? What is we're, he so mad about? Is that with the Nuggets? Yeah, yeah he, he is. He is. He is guaranteed to come in and get two points in attack within the first like 30 seconds. No doubt. No, I, for the he gets so mad. He kind
2: of gets paid for it, I'm sure. He gets so mad. like If, sh- if his contract.
1: shoe becomes untied, he's pissed. It's a big he's shoe. Upset. you know how hard that would be to tie? yeah, It's like tying a rope. Let's switch yeah, gears. We've got to make he our way too. over to insurance yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. a second. So, Chris, uh, I've, got, do we? I've got a question yeah. I've been itching to ask you for a long time. He says man. itching. It goes like this. What is the most eloquent way... To tell an agency yes. that their website is dog shit. Like, how
0: do you pull that off, man? <laughs> Sir, your website <laughs> is dog shit. Is dog shit. The way that I normally say it to people is, oh, okay, I've seen worse, uh, but Just kidding. there's a lot of room for improvement here. <laughs> nice. And, and that's kind of like, uh, you know, an easy way to say that it's straight up cheeks. Right, right. But, right. Um, <laughs> we haven't actually said that to anybody. Yeah, your web your website is straight bonds. Uh, we haven't, we haven't. I haven't pulled that one out yet. i never heard
2: uh, I hope Let's it happens, it. <laughs> dude, teach, dude. So we tell we probably had this on multiple episodes now. We just love making fun of websites because we see it all. You see it all. We had this thread going for a while of like the worst, the most garbage websites, and it just got worse every time. We well, should we make just, a calendar. Dude, dude, just every year we should do a on calendar. <laughs> yeah. it's, dude, it's like Here is one. Here is one. What ninety five percent of websites are? they so, awful. They're so
1: funny. They're the worst. I couldn't think it is. is there another industry that has a worse I don't know. collection of websites? It's crazy, man. And
2: even if it looks good, does it get anything so, done?
1: Solopreneurs have better, yeah. Like, oh, I make a you know a t shirt and I sell this t shirt, and it's like, look how good their website is. My it's got like f- my AR favorite on my one is leader. the and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think it's funny when when the dogs on the staff page, like here, here's Henry and <laughs> yeah. Henry's wearing a bow tie and she's customer experience. Yeah,
0: like i <laughs> not to say
1: it's a bad thing, I actually think it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, it cracks me up. It's out, charming, it's, yeah, yeah, it's charming, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen it all. I've seen it all, man, and uh, I don't want to see it anymore. It's like it's painful yeah. sometimes. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Like, and I get it. Like, this agent, this 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 industry is still trying, you know, uh, make its way out of the stone age in, in many respects. And for a long time, you know, the internet wasn't around I mean shit's really only 15 20 That's years a fad, old so man. it's, it's like, gonna go away <laughs> you know pe- yeah. still people are like evolving out of their old their old shoes and buying new shoes and, and and you know moving up so it's like but yeah like sometimes I'm like I just I've never seen you know industries just like completely devalue you know that uh, that tool in their in the toolbox like the way that yeah, like the way a lot of it. agencies do it's like they truly believe not all of them, but a a great deal of them truly believe that like word of mouth referrals is the only way to do anything. You know, we don't need to advertise. We don't need a website. We don't need an app. We don't need any of this technology. It's like, no, dude, it's 2022. Like,
1: yeah, you know, Google's real, man. So, we <laughs> need our pleated cactus. Yeah, Google, Google,
0: Google is, real. is real. It's, it's, it's real not. Thing. It's not just an idea, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Chris, how'd you find your way into the industry? I mean, were you My an agent, or how did you get? How did you get here? Good question.
0: Yeah. yeah, man. So I actually started selling insurance. I'll make a very long story short. Thank God. So I started selling insurance at AIG. This is like pre, huh. uh, like economy failure. Bust with like the mortgage default swaps. Basically, all these banks and stuff like went out of business and whatnot. AIG was wrapped up into that heavily. Um, they had to rebrand, and anyway, they were like liquidating and having fire sales with like different departments and whatnot. I kind of saw the writing on the wall, even though I was like one of their better uh, better sales reps. So, um, a friend of mine has a financial planning firm in Philly. He asked me to start a scratch agency in there. Uh, they do retirement planning, financial planning state planning tax prep all kinds of stuff under one roof and he's like the last piece we don't have is the insurance so can you do that i'm like yeah no problem i have my license we signed a contract with SIAA we got a bunch of different carriers we started right in business um the whole time I was doing that, and even before I sold insurance, I went to school for visual communications, which was like a combination of a lot of different stuff, uh, arts and media, graphic design, uh, communications, and that was like really what I always wanted to do in some capacity. Um, I'm just a right brain person. I'm not a numbers person or you know insurance type person, um, you know mentally, but I, I'm very artistic. I can draw. I can do stuff like that and the creative <clears throat> and I'm like man you know I, I I was doing side stuff for a long time you know people would say hey can you design these posters or can you design these business cards or like I was doing all of our marketing stuff for the financial firm uh, a lot of it anyway you know they would say hey we need an idea for this we did a lot of direct mail um, back in those in those days to do financial seminars and so I would be like, copywriting sales hooks and postcards and designing stuff and like Started building websites. Um, this is like, I mean, literally like 10 years ago, like people had to HTML websites. There was no such thing as like, you know, uh, core web vitals or mobile responsive or any of that stuff like there is today. It was very basic technology, but kind of taught myself uh, a lot of this, a lot of the, you know, strategies and a lot of the stuff and started writing code and, and then realized, man, I don't have to do this. There's this thing called WordPress, which was at the time just like a blogging, uh, it was a blogging platform. Now it's a very robust, you know, it's all kinds of crazy stuff that you can do. Um, and I'm like, man, like this is, this makes it a lot, a lot quicker. So build a couple of websites, built the financial planning website. They loved it. They're like, dude, this is great. You did this shit. And I'm like, yeah, I did it. Um, and build a website for a couple of agencies. And dude, that just took off like wildfire before I knew it. It was like, I was building two or three websites, you know, every couple of weeks. And then, I got up to like, you know, 50 customers and then I got to a hundred customers. Then I got to like 200 customers. I'm like, Oh shit. It's working. Um, and I'm like, this, this is not, not only is it like what I really mentally and creatively, create creatively want to do, but it's starting to make money, you know? And I'm like, (laughs) no, I was making good money running the agency. Don't, don't get me wrong. And it was, it was like, you know my my sort of trajectory was very good with that as well. The stuff that we were doing it wasn't just selling insurance. I was referring people over to our financial planners and getting like revenue uh, revenue sharing in that, and that's where like the big the big commissions and the big money was. Um, but I was like, man, like if I can figure out a way to do this full time, I'm gonna probably try to do it because you know insurance wears you out, man. You guys think you got you guys know you sold an agency like. It's you yeah. know you get to a point where you're like I want to do something I love to do, not something that I just like to do.
1: You can only do the same process so many times before you. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's tough, on. man.
0: It's a grind, and, and what I do right now is a grind. To be honest with you, it's yeah. it's a different grind, but it's something that I just I don't feel like I'm ever working. You yeah. know, it's, it doesn't feel like a job ever to me, and that that's kind of you know that, what's the saying? You know, if you find what you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life, and that's kind of where I'm at with with what I do, but. Um, and and I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I mean, I I knew um, the right people at the right time, and I got lucky in some respects um, being in uh, the IOA Facebook group and just being able to network with so many agencies at that time. You know, I kind of rode the wave with that group. I mean, I was in the group, and there was 200 people, 300 people, and I was like the go-to person for any kind of digital stuff at that time. Uh, There was a couple other people as well, but, you know, people started to, to come to me privately, DMing me. Uh, getting on yeah, calls what they come privately
1: like to you with what what were they saying man tell me about man, it, it it was
0: it was interesting picks, man. <laughs> yeah i bet i picks. bet <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, but no i mean it just evolved yeah. from there dude and just, honestly man it's like i didn't plan on it happening the way it did but um i'm glad that it did man because i've worked my fair share of, of shitty jobs and like not been happy with my life in certain careers and jobs and it's like it's you know it's a blessing to me so you yeah. said
2: you were gonna keep that short
0: yeah, sorry. I like it, man. Yeah, no, it I shit. Sorry, it. Chris, <laughs> me... I just
2: like giving Chris shit.
1: Chris, let me – don't take this shit for – no, man. You don't want to poke the Philly bear, man. No, okay, no. Man. He'll get out here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were just about to push the fast-forward button on this ad. I guarantee you do not want to fast-forward through this ad. What's up, guys? It's the Glovebox crew here, uh, part of the Season to Assist podcast. Look, we had a really large agency here in Denver, Colorado, and there's one thing I hated about insurance and our business it's service work. It is the worst. It literally takes me away from being able to sell business and grow my agency. Hiring service reps 60, 70, $80,000 a year, you can't get them in fast enough. You can't keep them. You can't train them. It's very difficult. Stop. It's why we created Glovebox. Sean, tell them why. Because insurance servicing sucks, it's awful. And consumers hate to call you as well. Newsflash, you're not their friend for the most part unless you write your buddy's insurance. Otherwise, they're not your friend. So look, Glovebox is geared to reduce your service by 25 to 35%. Think about the bottom line to your agency. Less human capital, less frustrations, less headache. Let your CSRs do higher level work that makes you revenue and get Glovebox today. So let me ask you this. You know, I think think there's a lot of miseducation in the insurance space specifically about where websites add value now beyond like the obvious and and where maybe the next, and it sounds cheesy, but the next five years of what websites are going to do. Do you have any insight Mm -hmm. on that? Beyond, again, the normal, oh, it's my brand, people want to look me up, there I am. Like, I'd love to hear your opinions on like where we're at now beyond the surface level and then where they're going.
0: Yeah, 100%. So I think right now, the, the way that I would sort of you know, water it down, right now I think a website for an agency is the the most direct line and maybe the biggest um, source of credibility for an, an agency, sure. in my opinion. Sure. It's the closest, most direct thing to your actual physical location and your physical business, right? It's, right, it's right. your digital office, sure. digital office space. Uh, and like you said, you know, branding and team and um, humility uh, or humanity. Like we, we always tell people like we want to bring the human element out of your, your agency sure. and put it on your website. We want people to see you and your team and your silly and fun. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so I think that right now, that's a big part of it. And that's in my opinion, very important because you're in an industry, and I'm sort of speaking to agencies right now, where you're selling the same shit as a million other people with yep. the same elevator pitch. You're yep. selling the same carriers with the same tagline. We're independent, family-owned. We sell,
1: we law. service. Yep. <laughs> the whole nine. There's no
0: way to differentiate yourself, right? Sure. And a website is one of those ways – to differentiate yourself from the million other people that are doing the same shit you're doing. Um, and same thing with Glovebox app, right? Like if I'm an agent, if I had to do this all over again, like, and a lot of the shit doesn't, didn't exist when I was an agent, yep. dude, I'd be buying, I would be doing everything I could, any tool that I could to separate myself from the dude down the street that, you know, yeah. his website looks like shit. I, I don't want to be that guy. Right. Um, to, to build on the question and say, you know, the next five years, I think, a website really could become and probably will become more of a um, integration hub with other tools, right? So something that not just, um, you know, says the who, what, when, where, why, and let's get people get a quote and maybe, you know, ask a question or service request or whatever, but, you know, how can I connect it? And, you know, this, this is starting to happen already where, you know, through the power of some custom integrations and stuff like Zapier, you know, you can connect, your forms to a CRM or an AMS or this tool or that tool or whatever, right, right. and you know you can push data in a million different ways. So, um, and you know with with Glovebox, you know we we have the ability to to sort of iframe that on the site. We've done that for a bunch of different um, mutual you know yeah. mutual customers and stuff. So, just I think the integration part of it is, is going to become more of a talking point. Um, and really, man, just you know helping people generate. It sounds cheesy or maybe not a, a the most, like, fancy answer, but just helping people make money. Like, you know, it's now more than ever, people are searching online. It's 70-plus percent of all yeah. insurance transactions start online. They might not end online, but they start there. And it's just always going to be – a website is always going to be, um, you know, a, a part of that, you know, revenue generation thing. Like with you guys, right, I'm sure part of your pitch to people is, you know, this app is going to save you a shitload of time and it's going to save your client's time. And therefore it's going to save you time and time is money that you can reinvest back into here, here and here. Uh, Do you want to come do
1: sales at glove box? Yeah. I feel like you just sold me, man. man. Can I give you my
2: credit card
0: right now? I
1: want want advisor evolve. I want glove box (laughs) immediately. I mean, dude, it's
2: it's client experience and client experience is like very important. Yes. And it matters. It resembles everything about your agency. I, I
1: think there's, um, We actually talked about this with Ryan Hanley a couple weeks ago. Um, I I think there is a trend right now happening with the second wave, if you want to call it insure tech, whatever, technology that's being created right now that is very efficient, but it's uber fragmented. And so it's really, really difficult to buy all of these technologies for your agency and and create any sort of synergy between them. And it just seems like something like – your, your website with Advisor Evolved or Glovebox or one of those client-facing platforms is something that should be that hub to where all of these things can plug into and you can kind of plug and play, right? How automated yep. do you want to go? Like, what experience do you want to create? And I think it's important for people like you and us to, to push that forward and be uh, a supporting, you know, kind of pillar for, for those techs, man, because otherwise it's going to get
0: out of control. Yeah, I agree, dude. And the thing too, right? I mean, this is the case with a lot of different industries. But there's three layers to to what you do as an agent: the client, the prospect, and you, the business owner. And the website needs to be able to help all three of those parties, right? Whether that be you know writing new business, servicing existing clients, uh, facilitating you know other. We have people that use our website to um, do internal forms to send a VAs and stuff to, to quote insurance. So sure. they're using it as a toolbox, um, not just a, you know, lead generation thing or whatever, but they're using it every day, you know, to create video proposals and create case studies that they're generating leads on Facebook with yeah. like crazy stuff like that, where it's not just a brochure website. It's not just a static, you know, business card. So it's, uh, I think, you know, to, to maybe add to your, your question, like, A good website and a website in general, its place in the ecosystem is to help, you know, nurture, nurture prospects, help prospects find you, help the agencies save time and help, you know, you save your customers time. So it's like helping all three layers. Hey, Chris, on, on uh,
2: on the digital side, on the digital marketing side, what's one aspect that's not very, that's not used as often as you would like to see?
0: You mean like from a a tool perspective or just like
2: from a tool perspective, what are you, what are you doing on your side that people just aren't taking advantage of that you'd like to see more of?
0: Oh, I mean, with our, (laughs) our specific tool stack, I would probably say our case studies tool. Um, it basically allows you to create a quick landing page that shows a side by side comparison between your agency or your quote and some other competitor. You can put a video in it too. It's pretty dope. Um, that's something that a lot of people use our video proposals where they don't use the case studies thing and i think that's a very powerful way because the the, the few times i've seen people do it it's worked very right. good each time right. you know this is what i would tell people to do you know you have big box companies that are all over the place all state state farm farmers geico what what have you go with them like go go with them and try to eat into their And eat into their book. And what I mean by that is, create a case study that says, "Hey, you've been insured with State Farm for ten plus years?" Question mark. Yeah. If so, we just saved this dude twelve hundred dollars and gave him a two million dollar umbrella and gave him way better coverage and saved him. Yeah. You know. And here's a picture of him. Look at how happy he is. (laughs) And and here, here's the side by side breakdown, so you can see for yourself how he did it. And here's a form of (laughs) the model. Like. I mean, people don't take advantage of that, but the reptilian brain, we want to we want to compare shit side by side. Absolutely. Or or feel
1: like somebody already did it for us. Right. I used to train my agents uh, when we were at the agency, when people would ask, well, I got to go get a a state farm quote. And I, I had them and you may think this is cheesy. I thought it was great. I had them recite this line of, look, I can pretty much sell insurance anywhere I want. Like, I'm the best at what I do. If I wanted to go work at State Farm, I'd go work at State Farm, but I don't. I work here because we have the best rates, the best service, blah, 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 blah. Usually they're like, oh, okay, cool. That's good enough for me. It's like, you know, usually it's good enough for them if you just show them, like, some sort of comparison or tell them something of, like, oh, you've done the research. Cool. Save me time. 100%. Yeah,
0: exactly, and yeah. and it also creates FOMO. People are like, "Oh shit, Absolutely. my neighbors with State Farm," and they tell him, and then you start getting referrals yeah. from it. From now the you're the star rock
1: star at the barbecue. You tell all your friends, yeah. "Stay from they're losers." Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's like it it spreads, man. Like yeah. I've seen it happen over and over again. It's you know, but people. People just busy. You know, they're, they're they're too busy in their agency and stuff, and they don't have the time to, like, leverage just a every smoke single smoke screen, tool.
1: man. That's just a smoke uh, screen. Being busy is just, a, you know, that's just an excuse. You know that.
0: That's well, crazy. Well, if they man. use Glovebox, they'll save a lot of time that they can we're reallocate pay- into. We're, yes! not, we're not
2: even Seriously. paying
1: this, man. My new, this my, new <laughs> pitch. my new pitch is I can put you on the golf course at least one and a half more times a week. Fair enough? Like what Zach, else? Is there you to make it two and it's sold. What else is there to sell? <laughs>
0: yeah, you want to start drinking at two o'clock instead of five o'clock? We, we should start we
1: advertising at golf courses. <laughs> like, do you want to be here more? Get glove box. Matter of <laughs> fact, <fair>, I'm <laughs> a construction company. How does this help? Right above the urinal.
2: <laughs> we have whole one of Inverness right outside our office. God, we should probably that. start there. Chris, let
1: me ask you this, man. Uh, insurance agents are <laughs> specifically. Uh, I'm proud maybe is the word of their prior websites. I know we had that issue at our agency where somebody was proud of that. Oh somebody was proud of that. Britt. Oh, I recall. Do that. you run into that friction a lot where they're like, they don't want to make changes I because it's something that maybe they did or they cr- help Yeah, exactly. This vignette. Yeah, yeah,
0: that happens a lot. So, and the thing that I would tell a lot of agencies is this, like, um, if you were, you know, If you were going to go get a a heart transplant, you know most people are not qualified to do that. They're not qualified to even, uh, you know, uh, you know they don't know what the first step is, right? Okay, I'm going to grab this like knife to maybe cut this guy open, but after that, they know nothing, right? Um, So I would never tell a heart surgeon how to do his job, right? But yet, a lot of agencies try to say, no, we don't want you to do this, or we want to do it this way, and they try to dictate to us, right? what they think works. And we're like, no, listen, we're building the website, not necessarily for you. We're building it for your customers and prospects. What they, what they like matters more than what you like. If, if the world decides that they like pink and Brown and all of a sudden that becomes a trend, you better have pink and Brown on your website. Like you're, you're playing the game and you're doing whatever works for your type of your demographic, your client. That's the biggest I think mistake is agents get wrapped up in bells and whistles and shit, and they don't pay attention to, well, who's actually going to be using the website? It's your prospects and clients. And do they have
1: money that they'd like to pay me? Because that's all that matters.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you want to make it simple for prospects and clients. And think about, too, what you're selling, dude. People hate insurance. They don't want to read insurance blogs and shit like that. They, right. they, they want to either contact you, fill out a form for a quote or whatever, like yep. websites can and should be They'll much do. simpler than yep. a lot of people try to make them out to be. And it's, you know,
2: I don't know about you guys, uh, but I want to call my agent and sit on hold. You
0: sound sick,
2: sick in the
1: head <laughs> for saying that. Like <laughs> next thing I know you're golfing with your dentist, man. Caitlin, one of it's our, uh, Caitlin, one
2: of our teammates has uh, documented multiple uh, uh, situations where she's waited on hold 30 plus minutes. Like what, three or four times, and she tweets about it often. Or <laughs> whatever, you, whichever social media you put it on, but it's well, kind like, of funny to watch.
1: To your to your point, Chris, I don't think any. All right, sorry, I don't think a lot of agents put themselves in their their client shoes. I was shopping for insurance right. like a year and a half ago, and I was like, just fucking tell me if the rate's going to be good. That's all I need. If you're if you're good and the coverage is right, I'm buying. If it's not, I'm out. Like I want to know as fast as possible. Can you insure my stuff? for a good rate at the coverage I need. That's it. It's like a bank robbery. You want to get in, you want to get out. That's it. And if you can't do it, don't do it. Like I got dragged down the zebra pipeline of like fucking hell, man. Like sent over to Geico and finish finished the
0: quote and then it was bad and then it was, it was terrible. Awful. Yeah, dude. It's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of steps that make, you know, a lot of things that make websites successful. And it's like, you know, it, it's, you really do have to focus on your, your market, your clients. Like Forget about what you think looks good or what right. you like. Right. Don't assume that they know what you know what they like. And yeah. it's like, listen to people that are actually smarter than you when it comes to web development and sure. web design. Like we have people all the time, they're like, you know, we want to eliminate this button or we want to take this section off the page and we're like, dude, no, don't do that. Like, why? Yeah. Don't take your button that says get a quote away. We want to change it to request proposal. Okay. Well, does the average person know what what that means?
1: Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like that sounds like a long drawn out process to me.
0: Yeah. Like I'm exactly like, I'm not saying that that's bad, but like the average Joe Schmo, they understand what get a quote means. They don't, necessarily know what receive your complimentary that's the indication. same agent that, that's the same
1: agent that wants their client to buy on uh, value but then turns around yeah. and gouges you at the tech level on price for your website yeah.
0: And yeah. even things with it websites free are really- indication here yeah, yeah. Uh, indication what all, all quotes are free
1: <laughs> the, the thing exactly. with insurance websites i think is funny is most it's an interesting industry where you go look at other websites where you're like i like this one i like that one but they're all typically industries that Sell things that you could buy online. Right. So a blog and a brand become important. And Chris, you nailed it. You know, I tell agencies all the time, I was like, why would anyone come to your website? They are there to buy something or service Service something. They do not care about your blog. Anyone that reads an insurance blog, they're sick. Yeah, something wrong with them. There's something wrong with them. Unless your content's (laughs) really funny. Yeah. But there's not very many insurance agencies that have like funny content. I would read your blog just to check out where your hair's at these days. (laughs) It's just
0: I tell the people it's not like Ryan, you brought up Ryan Haley, dude, love the dude. He's basically a professional content creator. Like he could do this shit in any vertical, any industry. Um, He's a pro. Like he's got the video cameras and shit and mics and knows how to cut and splice the video. Like he's a professional content creator and I'll see some of his shit and I'm like, this is dope. But there's like five likes on the video. Right. And it's just because it's the nature of the content. Yeah. that yeah. we're creating. It's just it is what it is, dude. Like 99% of the population
1: it. doesn't want to learn how they can save money on their work comp
0: insurance. Like right? It, it's <laughs> you know exactly. Ooh. I mean <laughs> content does help in terms of SEO for sure, but it's like it helps the search engine more so than it does sometimes human beings. Like yeah. you know you have to pacify Google to get people to find your website is what I'm getting at. But yeah, it's it's tough, man. I mean it's it's insurance content. It's not sexy. It's not interesting. It's like I tell people all the time like I'm not going to be reading blogs on like a funeral home's website unless somebody died. You right. know, Like, otherwise, right. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know about it. Sure. I don't care. Like, and that's kind of how the average consumer is with insurance. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, it's like going to the fucking dentist. The I'm telling table.
1: you, man, you don't read dental blogs. Oh, I would love shit. to do a little yeah. contest. <laughs> I'd like to pull up just 10 random random agency sites and 10 random funeral home sites and, and just like send them out and rank them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the funeral home wins. I bet they do. I bet they do. I wouldn't <laughs> be do. surprised.
2: Yeah, I was actually going yeah, to have that same test, but say that uh, agencies only focus on sales and not service on their websites. They only want to have people buy insurance. They don't care well, about their even current the, clients. That but even insurance. the buying the process is terrible. Is
1: terrible. Yeah. Fill out this Dude. form. We'll get back to you later.
2: Yeah, maybe. Bye, uh,
1: Chris. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. You seem like you're at a place in your uh, business right now where you can be pretty um, selective of who you work with. Is that is that fair?
0: Yeah, we definitely turn down a lot more people now than we did when we first started. I mean, you know, it's like an agency that doesn't want to write statement yeah. limits. Like, yeah. tell they got to go elsewhere. Um, and we, we do that too. Like, we have people that they don't want to pay our setup fee, which our setup fee is discounted almost a hundred percent of the time, right? By twenty five percent, Like, dude, if you can't put if you're an agency and you can't put a thousand bucks on your credit card, yeah. like we 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 probably we're don't not like,
1: a fit. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're not a fit. Like if you don't have skin in the game and you don't understand our pricing model and why we charge a setup fee, right? Because um, we don't have a contract and we're delivering a ten plus thousand dollar value for a very small upfront cost. Sure. Um, if you don't understand that, then we we don't want to try to make you understand it. Like we have plenty of people that do understand it and understand the value, and so yeah, we. You know, we do. We are selective yeah. to a degree.
2: Chris, what are you working on right now at Advisor Evolve that uh, our audience should know about? What's unique? What's fun? What's different?
0: So, a bunch of client stuff in the, in the pipeline, man. Working on a couple websites. Working on a website for uh, Billy Wagner, um, Bright Brightway. A lot of people know Billy. He's yeah. one of the you know giants in the, in the industry. He's uh, actually uh, we well, he already did. He wrote a book, which I think is pretty cool. It's uh, selling on Amazon. Hopefully, I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not. uh, You know what? That's all right, man. It's
1: all good. Uh, (laughs) No, yeah.
0: (laughs) So he hit hit me up for a website. I'm also doing a website for uh, Risk Advisor, which is another SaaS uh, in the industry. Uh, David Watson from um, Mapus Insurance. A lot of cool shit, man. That a lot of agencies have created software and services and stuff like that. Built the website for uh, Casey Nelson from Stackwise. You got Indium. You don't. Oh yeah. You don't just. Yeah, we just launched the website. We watched a
1: drunk uh, a drunk agency owner try to steal Casey's shirt last week. So we have oh, really? video we're gonna have, have to, to release, oh, that, yeah. video we'll have now, to release that video. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this uh, dude shit. had his shirt off, was trying to get Casey's shirt for what? <laughs> Sean, at least five minutes. At least we're gonna tweet that very video. Nice? Cool. It, was, it, was it was very nice. impressive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah, Casey handled it. I like thought they were boss, best buddies. <laughs> They That's awesome! That. Yeah, good job yeah. on that
2: Indium one, man. It looks good.
0: Yeah, the Indium one was fun, man. That that was uh, that was cool. Um, so not just building websites for agencies, right. but also you know other software companies and other uh, companies in in the insurance industry, man. That's been cool. We're also working on a couple of improvements to some of our internal stack, um, just the way that we actually build client sites. We have a pretty good process down now that we're trying to uh, make even better and kind of automate, so that when people uh, place an order it you know automates a lot of stuff on the back end in wordpress and creates a staging site and all kinds of cool stuff like that so that we can streamline our own internal processes so that people can spend more time you know doing other stuff versus some of the technical stuff that we can kind of automate um and then you know trying to man always trying to figure out ways to innovate man and like sometimes it's tough to do that you know you don't want to reinvent the wheel right. But you know, when when you're in an industry like ours, where I think a lot of agency owners they just want what's new. Yeah. If you say, "Yo, this is new," they'll be like, "It is okay." Take and my they credit jump card. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. They jump on it. So it's, as it's one of those should. things where as
1: they should. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's um it, it it rightfully so, but it's also like you know let's let's slow down a little bit, and make sure that it's like a fit for your agency and works for you. Um, and so, yeah, it's trying to innovate, man, and trying to think of ways that we can kind of evolve our, our product. Yeah. We're actually working on a new version of our website as well. Do so you
1: need a, a website of, guy? I can, I can hook you <laughs> up. There's
2: <laughs> My guy Chris will a, hook you up, man.
0: <laughs> there's a ton of shit in the pipeline, man. Like, it's honestly, sometimes right. it's, like, overwhelming, but it's, yeah. like, it's stuff that you can't say no to. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, friends in the industry and, you know, no, hey, can you need a site for this? And I'm like, dude, yeah, I got you. It's like, you know, yeah. if your brother opened up a, uh, Barber shop, you know, you would go let him cut your hair, even if he wasn't that good, just because yeah, yeah. it's your brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, not my brother. No clearly touch, Sean. Hair. Clearly no Sean hair. <laughs> hair dude. So let's. So I'll get it cut anywhere.
1: Chris, let's land this plane, man. What separates Advisor Evolve? Oh, you got a
2: question? I did have a question. Oh,
1: go ahead, man. I'm sorry. We won't land this plane yet. Go ahead. How fucking Take it back dare up? you? <laughs> <laughs> you got to raise your hand, Andy. We've let's taught you this. Let's leave it on the tarmac for a little bit. You wow. Raise your
0: hand.
2: I want to to, uh, I want to allow Chris to elaborate on something. So you've said we, a number of times who, how many, uh, do you, uh, do you have on staff over there?
0: Yes, we're a smaller team man. we have, uh, seven, eight people, uh, myself who I'm like the chief hook and bottle washer. I do a lot of tech support. Um, I do demos. I do sales calls. I do a little bit of everything, man. What we do is honestly, uh, it's not easy. There's a lot of wrinkles and a lot of shit that you have to know, not just about websites and SEO, but you have to know like different pieces of the ecosystem software is like glovebox you know, people, are, you know, when my sales guy first got started, people would mention your name. And he's like, what's this glove box thing. And I'm like, you gotta know who these, these people are, you know, knowing the industry. Um, we have three project managers, so these are people that when a new new customer signs up, uh, we round robin those opportunities into uh, sort of a, a bucket where you know this person takes the next client, just so that we don't get too jammed up. Um, and then we have uh, two developers, so they're not like uh, people that work in a brick and mortar location. Every all of us are, are remote. Um, so yeah, so okay. and then we have a, we have a customer service rep and a sales guy.
2: I'm always curious how those uh, how companies like yours are built and how they're structured and how many you need yeah. to run it or, you know properly. I mean, you guys are fairly big now, so it's-
0: yeah. It's funny, dude. It just comes together, and like honestly, man, you start hiring people out of uh, necessity, not just because you know you, you're like, oh, I need somebody who can do this, and it, it's almost like trying to hire like a, a producer or a CSR in an agency, and that's why agencies struggle to do it because there's just too much to know. There's a lot to know, and you have to be a good talker. You have to understand so many different things it's it's um it's really our art, art and science man yeah. doing what we do cool but yeah
2: well said yeah i was curious about that that's cool ryan land curious like a
0: cat land Let's the plane land this plane man
1: hey guys after we started glovebox and started reviewing a lot of agencies websites i'm wondering if you guys noticed the same thing that i did you go to an agency's website and their attempt at servicing for the client is they create some sort of a service page. They list all the carriers they work with. One, super hard for the client to even know what carrier they're with. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Let's just say they do know what carrier they're with. I would challenge anyone listening to this to go to their own web page, click on that servicing button, and click on any one of the carriers. I don't care which one it is. And then see what they see. What I find when I see that on an agency's website is that it is a direct link to the carrier's page, which is got a tiny little button that says "log in" somewhere at the top right, the top left. It's very hard to find, but what you do find front and center is that a, that carrier trying to take those clients direct for those quotes that they should be coming to your agency for. Now they're saving eight <laughs> percent. What, Chris? What separates Advisor Evolve? from the industry like what besides you and and what you bring to the table (laughs) what what is the differentiator that agencies should be thinking about why do they come to advisor evolve
0: dude because we're so much more than just a web development shop um i mean it's not just a tool that we build uh honestly man it's 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 what goes into that it's the support behind what we do um you know it's our knowledge of the industry it's it's what we do outside of just delivering a website right you know hey chris we need help with our zapier hey chris should we get Glovebox or should we get agency zoom and i'm like you know they're two different things right (laughs) and you know just educating people and and being sort of like an advisor we're like an agency advisor um in so many ways dude outside of just building a website and i mean you could go to fiverr right now have some rando build you a website for 500 bucks with you know 10 plus pages some content maybe and it might not look like um that's that's not what we deliver though we are delivering more of a um website as a service not just a here's your website take care kind of thing you know we're helping manage it update it um and you know uh there's been people that have sort of copied our model because they see like oh shit like they're they're like it's desirable. They're, yeah, they're they're gaining steam. Like right. we could do what he does and maybe do it better. Right. Um, but still, people try. <laughs> sure. Um, it's a copycat league
2: Chris. It's a copycat. It's a copycat lead. Well, I think I what mean, I people, appreciate
1: about you is you simplify it. Right. You speak English. <laughs> to people. I
0: try to. People well, like, can, when people can understand, what you're I'm very saying, relatable. It's Philly.
1: easy to be like, oh, okay, cool. I understand what you're saying. You're putting it in layman's terms. Like you're not talking in like HTML code and like you know things that yeah. normal.
0: You People the don't
1: understand. Yeah, it's like it's not a normal website that you get on Fiverr. Someone's just going to build no. a normal website.
2: That's what Chris just said, Sean. Yeah. Well, so, I, Sean, idea. as a wrap
1: up, Chris, Sean, do you want to ask Chris what we ask? every guess the hard hitting questions that we ones. have to know, not to put you <laughs> on the spot? We sign off. You might have to help me. I, I missed some last time. God All right, damn it. <laughs> we ask, Yeah, we ask these to, to everyone. Um, first one. Does it matter? Does no, it order? doesn't matter. Or dealer's right. choice. Dealer's choice. What What are you reading right now?
0: Uh, It's right here. It's called Category Pirates. It's a book uh, that talks about uh, defining your own or creating your own own category. Nick Ayers. Uh, Put me onto it. Cool. Uh, By the way, I read like one page per year. So I like that. When I say I'm reading it, I mean, you're digesting it. it. Can you open it up right
2: now? Let's read a page together. Come on. (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just like one little book. It's a picture book. (laughs) yo Big secret, guys. I actually can't even read. Oh, there it is. I can only read it in code.
1: All right. Next question What are you listening to and where are you listening to it on?
0: like uh, I listen to uh YouTube music on my phone and oh, I'm a big Bruno that. Mars fan. Nice. Wow. And I'm a I'm a big Michael McDonald fan. Do my music tastes are wow. all over the place. Sheesh. Um I mean we've heard yeah. crazy stuff. When you're deep in development what do you <laughs> like? Like what gets your brain flowing? <sighs> Dude, honestly like I like kind of like hip hop R&B kind of stuff like yeah, up tempo yeah. stuff.
2: Nice. I don't so put Drake, on, like All right cool.
0: Yeah, Drake uh you know Stuff like that. I
2: mean
0: yeah. I'm a I grew up in the city, dude. I'm I'm a city boy. I kinda you know, I like rap, hip hop, R and B. Yeah. Uh I like all that kind of stuff. So nice. YouTube music. I don't think we've heard that one. Yet. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a I thing. Like but I also oh. listen
1: to Napster, so you know, it is what it is. Napster. <laughs> I, I do when everybody makes fun of me. All right, <laughs> next awesome. question. Th- this one can be very broad. Who who are you cheering for?
0: can be anything. Man, who am I cheering for? Uh Oh man, you know what? I'm cheering for people like me and you. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna you know Minkus. pat ourselves on the back a little bit here. What I mean by that is software and tools and applications that were built by agencies and people that actually did this shit and were in the foxhole. Um, I'm rooting for us, honestly, man, because I think we are uh, a, a great asset, man, to the industry,
1: yeah.
0: and uh, I want to see people like you win and people like me win man cuz i feel like we you know we we come on podcasts like this we joke around we drink and curse and stuff but at the end of the day like honestly man we we are really trying to move this industry forward and yep. help agencies uh, win so it's you know i'm 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 cheering for us man i love that man honest. i like that answer we're also good we're answer. trying
1: to champion man no no, no he Time. said yep. he said me and you guys weren't included. Oh, damn it you nice. and me. So it was me. It was me and Chris. It's <laughs> the third time today, Sean. That's the third so, time today. Okay. Just make hey, sure you're that's you're the You're the, the birthday notes. boy, dude. Yeah, yeah you can crazy. say whatever just you just want. But hey, all right, <laughs> you
0: can steal the shot. I don't know if I'm, I'm missing Sean. <laughs> his the one more. The um,
1: uh, what are you investing in, Chris? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. What are you investing in right now? Yeah, his sports betting. Besides your sports betting, which could be an investment or could not be. I don't know. So, don't yeah, judge me on my winners, answer. judge me on my losers because I have so few. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I've invested in several uh, insurtech software companies. Uh, also, invested in um, never Bitcoin. I never got on nope. that train, thankfully. But uh, to be honest with you, man, I, I have a financial advisor who's a good friend of mine who I would trust in my life. And if I'm being 100% honest, I don't know. The shit that he has me in, uh, right this second. But uh, I do have money in the market, and yeah, uh, we also don't, know how that is like going, that. don't sell. People <laughs> are gonna be calling for your dirty yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no, there's no like cannabis ETFs or anything. Like, sorry no. to disappoint, you know, people. But no, I mean, uh, man, I, I have, you know, slid some cash to uh, some uh, some friends that are in our space, man, to help them get that. their their business off the ground thanks and so, for your hundred
2: my- bucks man it was perfect yeah bounce though
1: it went bouncy bouncy uh, <laughs> uh so chris on that note i am on the hunt uh throughout the u.s for a dogecoin millionaire do you know anybody that was a millionaire from doge
2: <laughs> i do not
1: <laughs> All right, I if you not. meet them, I want to meet them because I want them on this show. They're
2: probably no longer. <laughs> we're going to interview
1: the, the, the Dogecoin millionaire. We're going to find something. If you're listening, know.
2: please tweet at us. Find the them, please. <laughs> well, Chris, I, I don't think we uh, reached our goal of uh, cuss words. So what are we going to do about it? Uh, you know, shit, fuck. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> damn it oh,
0: taking this offline dang 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 dude don't get me don't get me started listen man if i find a couple light beers in me and i'd probably be i noticed <laughs> you said the light beers. beers
2: what happened there what happened to but, the ipo you know, there's nothing wrong with counting dude, calories
0: all right i used to be i used to be a, to be a huge season. ipa guy man covid hit i was in the best shape of my life covid hit all i did was drink um not all i did but like i drank more so than i than i, <laughs> I would think previously did. yeah but before i would drink like one week like one night a week like friday night or saturday night me and my buddies would hang out you i have a couple of beers ipas and then COVID. it's like you're sitting around you're like shit there's not a whole lot else to do yeah it's I'm, gonna 30, chug, 30. I'm gonna chug seven beers and then like <laughs> ipas dude just the next yeah. day it's like Impressive. it's not good you could drink light beer you know all night and it's like the next day like you're slightly groggy but you're not like dying like yeah. you would be from yep. ipa so i i kind of had to like switch gears a little bit like i'm 41 i'm not 21 anymore so i, I can't hang with the hard the hard shit like i like, like zima
1: I, I went on a zima binge zima yeah you, good. you have no idea what seven <laughs> zimas will do to your night
0: Dude. <laughs> COVID. the gen
1: yeah. z's don't know what zima is <laughs> that's okay that's this? all right no <laughs> well Chris man we appreciate you we appreciate advisor evolved we appreciate what you do for the industry I know we talk like on behalf of a lot of people that speak super highly of what you do man so mad respect Thanks, good luck next year with uh, the 76ers and Embiid I Eagles. hope it all works out well uh our boy Fetters is a big Eagles fan as well so he commiserates with you and uh look <laughs> we're looking forward to uh getting together soon so
0: Oh man, let's do it, man! Appreciate you guys. Thank, Thank you for you know, having uh, me on, man. <laughs> thanks, man. thanks, Chris. Have a lovely day. Right, Toodles. <laughs> Later, man. So See. Bye.